Hi, I'm Nadia DeMarco and this is my Diary of a Fit Bird podcast where we will be discussing all things fitness, food and of course the 4-3-2-1 method. Hi, welcome to today's 4-3-2-1 podcast. We're welcoming Sheilas, who is the first, who was the first person in the Hall of Fame. How exciting. So welcome Sheilas. Thank you for doing the podcast. So uh, let's talk about when you started the 4-3-2-1 method. How long ago was it? It was quite a while. I know, it feels like ages ago. I think it was only about, it was about five years ago because it was just come back from university and I thought I really need to kind of get a kick up the arse about things and exercise and you were I think at the time uh, training with my mum that's right yes and then I think we did days together yes yes I think, like the two of us did it together and then um I thought I'd just start doing it with you full-on yeah, it must be about five years ago. Yeah. yeah, and actually you were probably, you and, and, and a group of others were probably kind of who I tested the programme out on because mm-hmm. at that time there was nobody sort of buying it remotely as there would be now. It was really just people that I knew who would then do the videos in their, um, it, like in between sessions and that kind of feedback for me was really valuable, you know, from that. Yeah. Um, because that's how then I developed it and changed things um, so it was a uh, quite an important time for me Sheilas as well uh, in my in my 4-3-2-1 journey um, so what did you enjoy most about the programme when you did it? Huh. Um, I really liked the process of having stages mm-hmm. and kind of seeing yourself get better at certain things so mm-hmm. like going back and you know maybe one week it, the, one of the videos would be really difficult but then if you did it for the second time mm-hmm. it just it it was more manageable and then that kind of progression and stuff like that is something really rewarding and it makes you kind of like spur you on about how you want to kind of progress and do the other levels and and then there was like when you would like bring in new moves that you maybe hadn't done before and yes. you were like okay now we're getting <laughs> yeah right now we're getting serious and it is again it's just like being able to do that in your own time was brilliant and having the videos there but yeah I just loved the kind of progression it was almost like you had a target and it was something that you really had to kind of like fight for yeah I think I I don't know you can correct me if my memory is incorrect but I think for you the biggest improvement was in your upper body strength because I think when we started your press-ups you were you could not do any at all nope. and then at the end you were doing all the full press-ups on your toes in the yep. diamond press-ups and I, I, that seems to be really clear in my mind that progression was that cool to see that going yeah. from like having no strength in your upper body to then loads of strength in your upper body yeah it was that like did you enjoy seeing that change loved it it was uh the fact that what well, we started doing it with I think one of the chairs from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So it was basically doing upright push-ups mm-hmm. and then to kind of do it that way that we then kind of like lowered the base of where you were kind of doing your push-up mm-hmm. from. So I remember at one point I was trying to do them from the stairs oh, and then the, <laughs> then the sofa and eventually, I think at one point you had me doing it with my legs raised. Yes, yes, we did. We definitely did, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I was like, okay, this is definitely getting better. Yeah, I had no upper body strength. And now 
well I mean from where you kind of like helped me get to it's just like come leaps and bounds yeah because actually you've you've sort of um obviously for those that don't know you you've sort of now moved on from the program and you're sort of moved into more yoga Mm-hmm. Uh, which you started to do I think when we were still like training yeah um and do you think or did you find that that helped that transition into yoga like so when you went to yoga so obviously everything in the program is bodyweight training and although the intensity is very different did you find that an easy transition to then kind of going to yoga from there yeah well I kind of think that the 432 one method for me kind of ignited this like love for exercise and fitness and then I thought I was doing a lot of like body weight workouts and you know your body your muscles and stuff like that are sore and I was a bit laxed with the cool down stretch yes. and like the warm up and stuff like that and it, it's one of those things that's really easy for everyone to just kind of forget about and not pay any attention to but mm-hmm. actually I then started doing yoga and I found that the two really helped one another one another yes so it became one of those things that actually it the yoga allowed me to progress even more with my training because I felt that my recovery and my flexibility and ability to kind of to do things was much better and you don't see how much that prohibits you until you actually start working on your flexibility absolutely um but yeah it was one of those things that I started doing yoga about a similar time but the 4321 method for me I was not in any way shape or form throughout university and before into sports I think I went to the gym maybe twice when I was in okay. university and I went on the elliptical for about an hour and yeah. thought that was a workout and I remember being like yep yeah, I'm just gonna watch an episode of Friends and then I'll go back and then I'll go out to the pub or whatever yes yes um, as, as most students do as most, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 I wouldn't change, I wouldn't change anything <laughs> but it actually helped me realise that I, you know fitness and sports and exercise is actually a huge part of what makes me really happy now oh good and like in a kind of sense for like mental health and then just like my overall mood is much better and I just feel that now I can go hiking and do all these different types of things that like real ease where I never used to be able to or wouldn't ever really consider. I think that's actually really interesting because, you know, when um, people probably see everyone in the Hall of Fame, that there's Mm -hmm. you and there's a few others, there's probably an assumption that, that... you were fit beforehand yeah mm-hmm. you know she's probably had a jump start on this and it's actually really interesting that it's that's totally not true yeah you know that's kind of you know you just you probably led a, a relatively healthy lifestyle I mean I wouldn't have said you were massively unhealthy before but you certainly weren't into fitness no really at all before that no so really not at all and yeah when when I eventually made it to the hall of fame honestly I was so determined to get that blue star <laughs> I think I've still got it. Oh, good. Actually, yeah, oh, in my good. room. Yeah, um, And um, it was even like doing the crab yes. with you yeah. and like doing that for the Hall of Fame because that is the picture I sent you. Yes, which but is amazing. I but I couldn't do that again because of my upper body strength. I couldn't yeah. lift myself off the ground. And, you know, my fitness and kind of overall health, I mean, it wasn't great when we started. And yes, I was quite young, but... I, again was taking that kind of age for granted and just thinking I can do whatever and I'm Mm -hmm. invincible 
and I don't really need to do exercise and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think um, now there's a different feel and kind of importance on exercise and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just shows you that like you don't have to have any background yeah. in it and then it can be something that you really enjoy and then then you make it into the hall of fame and then you've made it exactly and i think though what i think it, obviously for those people when they start it's really difficult mm-hmm. the, you know that 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 kind of those first couple of weeks couple of months when you're facing all these sore muscles and things and um, people don't often believe i always say don't worry you'll learn to love it and people are always like she's talking rubbish (laughs) but it's true you know that is what happens you get when you start to see that progression you get that buzz and that's that's what makes you want to continue and you feel great Mm -hmm. and then actually what happened for you was once you started yoga I think it's fair to say you kind of fell in love with it yeah massively and that's kind of what you do the most just now is it like yes so I definitely do a mixture of yoga and then I've Weirdly, ended up in doing a lot of like weight training. Okay. Again, I think because they work so well mm-hmm. together. Um. But yeah, yoga for me is just one of those things that I find really uplifting, and it's something for myself. And I think that's the same thing that, that can be said for all kind of fitness and stuff yeah. like that. It's something that you do. It's a personal journey, and it's something that you do for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, that time of day, if it's half an hour, 15 minutes or an hour or whatever Mm. you can kind of give to yourself, it's like that, that's not work or anything else. And it's kind of personal and it just helps clear your mind. And for me, it's something that yoga especially has been, you know, I'm not, (laughs) there's not going to be a moment when I'm going to be all kind of hippy dippy Mm -hmm. crazy, but I do think that it's given me a lot of insight into different areas of my life mm-hmm. and in kind of other other parts of other people's lives. I think I'm more um, aware of other people and uh, different abilities. So like, it doesn't matter, you know, everyone is an anatomically different. Yes, absolutely. So with yoga, if you it's one of those things that people can think of it as being quite daunting because yeah. you know, people are like, oh I can't touch my toes. I never used to be able to touch my toes. Yeah. But it's one of those things that with a little bit of work and again repetition, but like anything else, the more the more you do it, the, the easier it gets. Yes. Um with yoga it's just one of those things that I find would be beneficial for everyone if they gave it a chance but I can understand that some people are like well it's too slow or you just have to hold one pose you don't get as big a rush or like of endorphins and stuff like that that you would get from a half an hour hit yes, class yes of course uh. but it also gives you peace of mind in a similar way and like just overall yeah I just love it it's really difficult to put that in words yes I, I can't I it's, yeah. it's kind of the same as me with body weight training because uh, people always ask me what I love about it the most and sometimes yeah. I find that hard to articulate yep. um, and I suppose it's the same as anyone that falls in love with any sport or any fitness mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to, to put it into words but it is just that way where you kind of connect with it and that whenever you're doing that whatever it may be for mm-hmm. you it's yoga and is 
that you feel really happy at that time and it's yeah. kind of difficult to put that into mm-hmm. any any more context than that you know when I started doing bodyweight training and I come from a background of doing a lot of weight training I did a lot of crossfit before that yeah and um but what I enjoyed the most was feeling as though I I was pushing my body all the time mm-hmm. in a different way from when I was lifting weights and I, I that's what I find hard to put into words um but all I know is that it made me want to train more. Yeah. Whereas before, sometimes, as much as I love exercise, sometimes I would kind of not look forward to my workout, but yeah. I would still do it because the kind of discipline would make me do it. But I just felt like I always looked forward to it. I, I never dread it. And that's still the same now. Um, yes. When I never dread that workout, I'm always thinking about what I'm working on and how I'm trying to progress. Mm-hmm. It's not just a workout, I suppose. But yep. um, yeah, it just makes you very happy. Yeah. And actually, if... Um, you just touched on that you also are been doing a lot of weights. Yes. And I think people sometimes think I'm anti-weights and it's actually not the case at all. Mm-hmm. I think if people love lifting weights, that's great. I just found that I kind of loved lifting, um, well, I love doing bodyweight training exclusively. But um, what I do think is really important is before you lift weights, and this is the part that I always... Uh, get frustrated about is that you have the proper body weight technique so for example with a squat I see people doing the most horrible back squats and front squats because their basic body weight squat technique is is horrible and so what I always advocate is that you perfect the body weight squats Mm -hmm. and then of course if you don't want it like you know I would progress it by going up to working up to pistol squats um, but of course, if you want to add a barbell and you get a buzz from lifting weights, that's great. But the technique's got to be correct, yeah. otherwise you'll do yourself an injury. And so do you find, obviously, you went from being exclusively body weight into lifting weights. Mm-hmm. And did you find that was a big asset because you'd already kind of nailed those basic techniques before you started lifting weights? Did you find that really kind of important? Yeah. yeah, 100%. I don't think I would ever have gone and done body um, lifting kind of like with the barbell yes. barbell weightlifting until I had done well finished the 4321 method because yeah. it gave yeah. me the kind of fundamental building blocks yes. for that Good. and then it was like just you know just like everything so it's very much like you become very body aware when you're doing body weight stuff so that you know you know your body is in itself like you know that oh maybe that doesn't feel quite right because then your weight is too far forward, too far back, or, yes. you know, not to get too, um, technical. yeah, technical, <laughs> but it just gives you like a, an awareness of your body that you maybe wouldn't have had, had, had just gone straight under a bat, a, a bar yeah. and then, and would have ended up hurting myself. Mm-hmm. So I think that, yeah, I couldn't agree more that you definitely should have that type of training beforehand, yeah. even if it's, I don't, I don't know like even if it's just like being able to do the proper squats do the proper push-ups yes all of those types of things before you then put more strain on your body because you're then doing your own body weight and some yes absolutely the thing I, I know a lot of places like certainly when I used to do crossfit <clears throat> used to work a lot with just a, a pipe which mm. was just absolutely weightless but it was to get you a feel for having a bar on your back and uh, but you would do the technique without it mm-hmm. but I always you know, kind of looking back, that period is very short. Yes. You know, it's like, this is how you do it. Okay, now add some weight. 
And I always just think that transition is sometimes too quick for people. I mm-hmm. think they need to spend a wee bit longer. And often it's not just instructors' faults or, or, or whatever. It's people's impatience. Yes. It's, it's, I want to be lifting that weight. They're lifting that weight. I want to lift that weight. And it, it, it's such a shame because I always say to people, if you, if you nail the basics yeah. and the fundamentals, you will then le- like come on leaps and bounds um, in your progress mm-hmm. whereas if you don't nail those fundamentals you will progress a little and then hit a wall and never ever get beyond it yeah that's what I think happens most of the time that's from what I see mm-hmm. um and I don't know if you find that you're you know um when you're lifting weights you are continually progressing do you still find you're continually progressing with with your weight or whatever you're lifting yeah I feel yeah definitely that there's always kind of room for progression there are points where you're kind of like plateauing slightly mm-hmm. but I find that with weights and stuff like that and and that whole kind of eagerness to to be doing what the person next to you is doing is really dangerous especially in yes. those types of scenarios and I think they're with like crossfit gyms and stuff like that 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 can the ego plays a big part of people's well, that's how people will get injured and yes. stuff like that. And it's about leaving your ego at the door and not racing to try and do however, like, you know, continuously adding on weight. Like, you should know that yourself, like, if you're going to do that, then you're probably your form's going to be wrong and then you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. And I find that similar with yoga. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot about the ego gets in the way of a lot of people doing anything. Yeah. And then I can see, like, if you're there, I've been in classes when the person's beside me doing like handstands and whatever, and they look like they're literally floating on air as they like jump up and down. Now that's not me at all. And it's about kind of realizing that like no one is, no one is the same and that it's your journey and that you yes. should be doing it at your pace. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter what the, ne- the person next to you is doing. But I find that a lot of people find that really difficult. It's almost like they're in competition with themselves yes whereas yeah they just need to kind of take a step back and realize that, like you need to know the basics before you'll ever be able to progress because yeah. if you can do the basics well then you're good that's it yeah if you can do the basics well there's no limits yeah i mean when i when i actually started specializing in bodyweight training i had to take loads of steps back mm. so i was already doing press-ups on the floor um but I couldn't do lots of them. And I felt like I could never really get into it. Um, I could never do pull-ups either. And uh, my squatting was always quite good. At, um, but they were the kind of two things that weren't as good. And I found that with both of them, with pull-ups and with press-ups, I took a step back because mm-hmm. I wanted to do, to sort of um, start from the beginning, if you like. Mm-hmm. I kind of press reset and start from the very beginning. And I did even with my squats as well, actually, even though I probably didn't need to with them. I just felt like I wanted to be really authentic with it and also was designing the program. Yeah. And I went back to do angled, high-angled press-ups, oh, yeah. did lots of them, brought mm-hmm. the angle down with pull-ups, went back to doing rows, horizontal rows. And then after that, when I went back to doing press-ups, my press-ups were amazing. So much better than they'd ever been. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do a pull-up. So when I'm saying I had to, I had to bring my pull-ups back, I... I kept trying to do a pull-up yeah. and failing. So it wasn't even like I could do them. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I could do them, you know, and I say all of a sudden, it was a quite a lot of progress over yes. a number of months. But it felt 
like the best thing I'd ever done getting that foundation in. Um, but it's interesting you say even with yoga there's that competitive nature where oh, yeah. people because I, I wouldn't have assumed that mm-hmm. is it that people want to do the cool moves that they see on Instagram and stuff yes. is that what it is yeah oh wow people like really push themselves uh-huh. and like people are thinking that like they've done like three classes and sometimes people have a background in gymnastics or dance and stuff like that or like are just naturally quite flexible yeah of course but they don't have the body strength and stuff like that to actually hold the pose so then yeah so like some people just will like have that want to do that crazy pose that someone's seen on instagram or like you see the person beside you doing and you're thinking like oh yeah well i want to do that yes instead of actually just being like well maybe that's not for me today yeah i'll maybe get there and i'll work on that of course. instead of it just being like cool i'm just gonna throw myself in it and then hope for the best yeah just never a good plan. No. Let's face it. Let's face it. So would you say then fitness is now just a part of your life, like daily? Mm-hmm. No, not a day, but but certainly weekly. Would you say it's a big part of everything that you do? Really? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's amazing. I know. Really, like has been since do <laughs> since being with you has was like the Kickstarter for me and kind of like my love yeah. for fitness and and everything that comes with it. So. I find that like when I I've just come back from living in Canada but when I was in Canada I very quickly one of my first priorities was find a yoga studio yeah find a gym yeah and then and then everything else will fit into place yeah they're like number one priorities uh-huh. and then sort of thing else out yeah, yeah totally you know and then it's just like I now go to work but I'll and it was the same when I used to you used to come before I would go to work mm-hmm. So I would, I would get there and I would look forward to when the days that I had you coming and then I would do the videos in the days that you weren't coming and it was things that, like I just thought that's the best way to start my day. Yes, yes. And it is still that same way for me that I really like to do some sort of exercise whether it be yoga or or a gym class and then get on with my day because I feel like I'm just much more well prepared. Yeah. So yeah, for me, it's definitely like everything, it's a huge, huge part of my everyday life. Yeah, Yeah. that's amazing. That's amazing. And that's kind of like, from my perspective, what you hope for for people, Mm -hmm. you know, that's like the best outcome for people is that they learn to love fitness and they find that everyone finds their own route with it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's just absolutely a, a reality and that's great. You know, I've trained a lot of people who also... Um, have gone back into sport you know they've previously mm-hmm. maybe played hockey or football or rugby and um, they've gone back to their sport because they've found the confidence and um, they still train out with their sports but they've actually gone back to it cool. um, so that for me that's uh, really amazing to see that's yeah. it's fantastic um, and so I suppose if there's anyone that's maybe thinking about starting fitness in mm-hmm. whatever way you know um, what would you say to them would you you know how how would you encourage them to actually take that step because I think for a lot of people they think about it but taking that final step is sometimes difficult yeah it's it's one of those things that if if I could go back and for someone to tell me if you just start now you will learn to love it it's I think it's for anyone it's just like you just have to take it day by day you don't have to push yourself at the start it's um start by doing a little bit and then see how you feel. Yes. And I think it's actually finding 
try try different things mm-hmm. so try yoga try body weight try sports class try tennis yeah. try badminton anything until you mm-hmm. find what you love because there will be something out there that you will love and that you will crave doing and that works for you mentally physically and everything else yes. and I think it's about finding that thing that clicks with you Absolutely. and then and then it becomes easy because yeah. then you you do it and you rely on it for different things and it becomes something that you do for yourself and that's what I like about it and I think that's the thing you just have to do it it's like find it yeah, and go take for that, it take that, take that final leap. step yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. and I think that that point you made is is one of the best is find something that works for you mm-hmm. try different things I think everyone has an idea of what fitness looks like yep. and actually it looks like a million different things mm-hmm. and you just need to try a few different things and see what suits mm-hmm. um, and yeah just tell them to do it well yes. Sheila thank you so much no, for taking you. the time to talk it was lovely to catch up with you I know it was so nice to see you <laughs> Thanks for joining me on this week's Diary of a Fit Bird podcast. To follow more of my journey, join me on social media at Diary of a Fit Bird or to learn more about my methods, go to the 4321method.com.